Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to what I think is going to be a fabulous episode of Training Unleashed. Uh, we're going to be talking about vocal awareness and what's better than we have uh, with us, uh, Arthur Samuel Joseph. His company is Vocal Awareness, and he is the author of the book Vocal Leadership. And when I was talking to him beforehand, he said something very interesting to me. He says, I'm the only one in this space. And uh, he may be, and I'd love to, love to have us learn more. What makes you so different, and what is it that everyone else is missing? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on your show. You're very welcome. If I say, thank you very much for having me on your show, it's real privilege to be here today, versus, thank you very much for having me on your show. It is a real privilege for being with you today, and being with you today. Now, we don't know why the first one is bogus or untrustworthy. We don't recognize that the pitch is too high or is speaking too rapidly. All we get is we don't trust that way. The second one, we don't know that Arthur breathed, he slowed down, and his pitch went lower. And there are some other things I did as well. All we get is that's more genuine. So what I'm teaching here is that I teach communication mastery it's actually trademarked but i'm equally teaching mastery through communication and as i said that did you notice that your body took a subtle inhale i did and that your space again is subtly quiet because when the body confirms the truth or something that acknowledges as correct it will breathe in response I'm a classical singer by training. I have a master's in voice. And if you look at my website, I've trained numbers of superstar athletes. I've got 23 students in the Pro Football Hall of Fame alone. Wow. And then others in other sports like Kareem and Irvin Magic Johnson, et cetera, and basketball, dot, dot, dot. And then theatrical luminaries from... Chris Brosnan and Sean Connery, Angelina Jolie, and Anne Bancroft, the late Anne Bancroft. Wow. And I share this, not to drop a name, but to say that I have tremendous, num great, numbers of year great number of years of experience dealing in mastery. And in mastery is only achieved when you integrate mind, body, spirit. I don't know one athlete who doesn't have a ritual before they start to compete. And that ritual always has a spiritual component to it. It's not just great biomechanics and the stretching your hands. I don't know one performer before they walk out coming in from the wings is standing there kibitzing with the stage manager. They're focused. Also, every great artist, every great athlete in their skill set is totally hubristic. They're fully self-focused. That performer on stage doesn't hope you like me. They're in the art. That athlete doesn't think about their teammates 
approving or their coach liking their performance, they were doing their jobs completely self-focused. Hubristic. Now we look up the root of the word hubris, it means blaspheming the gods, extreme arrogance. And we get all these mixed messages, us mere mortals out here, all, through our li- all throughout our lives. Don't act like that. What will people think? Well, you shouldn't say that. You sound arrogant. So if I say vocal awareness is extraordinary work, it can help you change your life in moments. Now that's stupid and arrogant. But if I say in response, vocal awareness is extraordinary. It can help you change your life in moments. That's not arrogant. That's my truth. But I'm teaching here in mastery, it's no longer acceptable to just convey the message, but to embody the messenger. It's not simply what we say, it's how we say it. And when I speak about owning the space, first of all, you've never heard this type of conversation before when it comes to communication or voice. Nor have you met anybody who teaches to warm up, to do things. I don't know one athlete who doesn't stretch. Of course not. Sure. So look at the care we would labor over hamstring, the longest muscle in the body. I don't know one public speaker, one broadcaster, except my clients who warms up their chops. So look at the total disregard we show for our larynx, the smallest. Because speech is habit. We never think about it. Many years ago when I was teaching Tony Robbins, he referred to the seven rituals of vocal awareness as pattern interrupts. He would say to create a new behavior, you have to exaggerate behavior to break the old one. So for us, for example, since we're in video, you and I, I get to see and you get to watch, the first thing we do to prepare for everything we do, this podcast, that keynote, a job interview, a training seminar, we put ourselves in stature. But first, I'd like you to sit at attention. Sit up straight, please. (laughs) And notice you hold your breath. Because you're presentational. (laughs) So now, this time, from the three inches below your navel, because that's where core begins, we're going to slowly and gracefully pull a thread, embodying a man of stature recognizing the significance of the man you are. We're going to slowly and gracefully do this with me. Pulling the thread with your hand, taller, right through the middle of your crown chakra, straight up, arm down, and you notice the first thing you did before you even moved was inhale. Yes. You feel your chest is more open and equally importantly, core is engaged. And yet all we're doing is sitting differently and the body inhale. We were speaking before the show about gratitude. So the first of the seven rituals, we don't say it aloud. We embrace it within ourselves. And we have three ways to approach it, saying thank you to God, saying thank you to source, or merely, merely saying thank you. So within yourself, embrace thank you to God, not aloud, but internally. Your space just got subtly quieter once again, and you slightly inhaled. You notice that? I did. 
The root of the word spirit in Latin, spiritus, means to breathe. I don't want to motivate. You used the word inspire when we were first chatting. Inspirare, to breathe into. The Hebrew word neshama means both soul and breath. So this is one of the ways we change state is through the way we breathe and the conscious awareness around breath. And the breath isn't only physical, it's emotional. So what is one sentence from what you speak about all the time in your training practices? One sentence. That the key to effective management is understanding the importance of attitude within your organization. Okay. Now, sit as a man of stature, please. May I do this with you? Please. Just feeling that thread. It's never static. It's always pulling. Because everything in vocal awareness is connected physiologically or I'm blowing smoke. Yep. Then I want... Let me hear that sentence, just the first part of it. I'll stop you after about eight words. The key to effective management is to? Now, you already hear the pitch is a little deeper, correct? Yep. Just from changing your body language. Now, we're going to underline the words effective management and use your eyes to tell me the story. The keys to effective management in three, two... The keys to effective management are... Now you hear the voices even more compelling. Oh, yeah. The mouth is where the words come from, but the eyes actually tell the story. They literally change the sound of our voice. Arthur, I'm going to stop you for one second to let our listeners know that you can watch this on YouTube. So for those of you, because most people are probably listening, maybe in their car, I just wanted people to know because they could see all the things Arthur's pointing out or they can simply trust Arthur. Thank you. Now, take a deep breath and say the same thing. Top of the morning. Breathe out or keep it in? Inhale and speak at the peak of your inhale. Take a deep breath and make the management statement. One of the keys to effective management is to understand. No, you hear the voice has more power. Absolutely. But Ever want you breathing like that in vocal awareness? I said a moment ago, a breath is not only physical, it's emotional. And so if you look at my client list, you'll see that you're in good company with this bizarre language I'm about to throw out. I don't want you taking a deep breath. Rather, with your eyes on me, it will take five seconds. Allow a slow, silent, conscious, loving breath. And at the apex of that silent, loving inhale, the same sentence, please. And continue this time. Ready? First in stature. Feeling source. No, you exhale. Don't exhale. We speak at the apex. Okay. Here we go. It's going to take five seconds. I'll cue you. Okay. Deeper, deeper, deeper. One of the keys of effective management is the understanding the importance of positive attitude. Now, what are you experiencing other than wondering what's going on? What are you experiencing in your performance? Um, my voice is changing. I'm not speaking monotonely. I'm emphasizing keywords and giving greater differentiation. 
And now, and the last few words in giving greater differentiation, underline the last word and see a period. Differentiation. And giving. Giving. Differentiation. No, and, so again, see the last word underlined and see a period. Giving differentiation. Hear the difference? Yes. Much more powerful. Much more what? Powerful. Like that. Yes. So I know you saw in your show notes from Interview Valet an offering that we make to you. Yeah. And that's a program called Visual Voice Pro. I'm a singer. I look at music and it tells me everything to do. We look at words and they don't tell us anything. They're just words. And because speech is habit, we never think about any of these things. But because it is mastery, the mastery lies in the subtlety. I say to an athlete in the first session, you bring the talent, but someone has taught you every single thing you do. They don't just teach you about a plant foot. You break down that plant foot from your toes to pressure. Every little detail was taught. But we don't realize how much work it takes to be ourselves while others watch. So Visual Voice Pro introduces a trademarked element in vocal awareness called visceral language. I make voice visual. You saw mm -hmm. that word and the V underlined. I write a lot of Hall of Fame speeches for my, especially for my football clients. So if, if it interests you or your audience, go online and look at Michael Irvin or Emmett Smith, for example. Theirs were fully memorized. They didn't even have a four by six, 22 and 28 minutes. Wow. Ladanian Tomlinson's went viral. Terrell Davis, etc. And I mention this because all of their speeches are annotated in visceral language, both on the prompter and hard copy. Commissioner Goodell wrote the foreword for my last book. He's the commissioner of the National Football League. And it's a real honor to me because he's one of the most integral people I know. All of his speeches were delivered in the same way. PowerPoint, all my clients who do PowerPoint. We don't just throw slides up on the screen anymore. It's a performance, not a presentation. We look at the root of the word present, it literally means to introduce formally, to bring before the public. We look at the word perform, it literally means to carry out, fulfill, to do. So I help us claim the mastery of that opportunity and responsibility. In visceral language, the quality of our breath, body language, everything matters. Very, very impressive. Um, where do people start? They start by going to my website, vocalawareness.com. There's a lot of free content there. An article I wrote for Huffington years ago on the imposter syndrome, one I wrote for Entrepreneur on leadership, Can It Be Taught? There's my leadership academy. There's my vision. My my voice is power component. But there's also a really nice TEDx video, which in about 18 minutes is the work. And students of mine who clearly know me well, 
asked, how did I prepare? And I said, I prepared as though it was a recital, not a, not a presentation. Because a recital is impeccable. Presentation is us just talking. And if anybody chooses to write me, they write to support at Vocal Awareness. My team forwards every email and I personally answer every email. My mission is to change the world through voice. Voice is power. That when you own that voice, you own your power. You own the integrity of you. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to Tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortal.net. So I, I am a professional speaker. And as you describe, before every presentation I have, I ground myself. I think quietly, and I get present to the moment, and I think about the gift that I wish to share with the staff. Well, not the staff, but the attendees. I, I, also, I also am very good at changing my voice when I speak. You know, when I want to emphasize a point, Unlike most people who get louder, I get quieter because I'm going to say something really important. And you can say I get louder, I change my, just repeat that and attempt to listen differently and maybe see some words. Yeah. So unlike most people when they speak who get louder to make a point, I actually get softer. I get quieter to make a point so that people are more intently listening to me when I speak. Having said that, I'm clearly not uber intentional in terms of my vocals because I have taken none of your training. But what advice would you give me to be better? And I was just obviously doing that. Yes. Do you have notes when you walk out, a podium or anything? Or it depends I on don't, you? I don't speak on a podium. I mean, there's sometimes a podium there, but I, I don't. I I prepare. I don't memorize word for word. Right. I practice my speech. Do you but walk I, notes in your hand? No. Okay, great. So, I've created something called a mastery moment, which builds on what you've just said you do before you walk in the room. Yeah. But this work is technique. This is a real craft. You recognize Oh, absolutely. And one, so, by the way, I don't think you can necessarily in 10 seconds give me like advice that's going to change my life. I just, I always like on the show to have people leave with a couple nuggets that they can say, hey, I listened to the show and, and, and you are giving them, by the way. I want to be very clear. I, I'm hearing them already. I'm just trying to get a little so bit more. One of them is in that preparation moment, you put yourself in stature. The body inhales. You think source. The body inhales. Practice in preparation 20, 30 seconds of your presentation. Write it out. I always encourage people to write up their opening at least and their close. This is the roadmap. This is the takeaway. 
And as you come to begin to understand visceral language, annotate where check with check marks where the breath is. Underline key words, a, a syllable, a consonant. Because we don't want to just convey data, we want to embody the stories. So you hear me saying one of the paradigms in vocal awareness, structure does not impinge, it liberates. Freedom without direction is chaos. Hmm. So we create impeccable structures to build this work. So that when you walk out, there is the sixth ritual of the seven in vocal awareness is pay attention, deeper listening. We're paying attention out here and listening deeply internally so that I am in charge of the message and the messenger. Interesting. So I want to ask you another question. Let's talk about the importance of quiet in communication. Wonderful. So give me two sentences and memorize them. Okay. Deliver. So these are the two sentences that I started the last speech I have. And I go, this is actually really a story about a father and son. In actuality, this is a love story. This is really a story about a father and son. In actuality, this is really a story about a father and son. In actuality, it is a love story. So just a little more quiet in between. And that's called space. A song without a rest is not the same piece of music. A song without a rest is nothing. So it's not a breath, it's not a pause, it's actually space with a conscious loving breath. It creates thinking time. I'm also now more connected to myself, capital S, so that I am engaged moment to moment in my conscious awareness. I, do you know who Kurt Warner is? Sure. So in our lesson this past Sunday, I trained the game day morning team on the NFL Network. Michael Irvin's been with me for 20 years and Kurt and Mooch since they've been with the network. And Kurt, really wants to understand everything as deeply as possible. So we're just, and they go live at six. So this conversation is actually taking place at five in the morning. And I speak about sports as though I actually know what I'm talking about. But of course, I don't empirically, but I do from knowing. And so I'm saying, Kurt, you're, when you're in that backfield, there is nothing you do that is an automatic, on automatic pipe. You have trained yourself in the ubiquitous 10,000 hours to make the body a thinking organism. You're in conscious awareness. In our work, we build in the same principles. We are never on automatic pilot. We walk out and we just babble. It's predicated on hours and hours of work and preparation. I've, this is my 54th year of this work, as I've said. In preparation for that TED talk, that day alone, I probably practiced that presentation 
60 or 70 times. That's wow. me. Yeah. So, and I'm not exaggerating, including getting there an hour before everybody else and going into my space. So, that's mastery. Yeah, I'm not 60 or 70 times, but I will have given, you know, some of my key speeches a couple hundred times, and I will still practice them five or six times every time before I go on. So now I'm encouraging, sorry for interrupting, but now I'm encouraging to think about that prep time, not as just another rep, but think about the quality of the rep. Yes. And, and correct, you know, once you go through the Visual Voice Pro program, which you gave you a complimentary copy of, require your conscious loving breath. Require your underlines and start to make it visual and really just take it out for maybe 15 seconds and stop and listen back. Yeah. Stop and watch again. We take small bites and then we constantly build upon those. So, Arthur, I'm going to take a second here and just talk to the audience if I can. There are a lot of people on this audience that are not professional speakers, but I would argue we are all professional speakers because we are either facilitating meetings, we're talking to people peer-to-peer, -peer, we're coaching, we're consulting, we use our voice all the time. So every principle here is critical, even if you don't do any literal public speaking. We are all speaking. And I hope people noticed how much better my voice was now than it was at the beginning of the show. And also, I would just I'm call myself a third base coach. And yeah. just a little bit, you empirically don't understand, but your unconscious did, and you adjusted accordingly. It was really quite Thank you for letting me teach today. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something. I'm a big believer in continuous learning. And I'm going to dedicate the next month or so, every time I make a presentation, to really deliberately think about this and definitely going to download your, your training. So let's talk more specifically about your offer. We will, for a lot of places, people will be able to see it in the paragraph. But some people are going to be listening to this without the paragraph. So please give your actual URL. I don't have the URL in front of me. You do. <laughs> uh, you, you talk about the you talk about it, and I'll and I'll and I'll pull it and I'll pull it up. And also, when I saw a note I was making earlier, you might have seen me look down at the top of the call because as you were speaking about me in the introduction, you said I think, and you uttered an ah. And when you said I think this is going to be an interesting call or whatever it is, I eradicate the word I think from our vocabulary because I know we think it, we said it. Yes. So if we're not sure, we substitute I believe. But most of the time, if we are sure, we simply state it boldly. But we tend to insert, I think, because we don't want people to see us as arrogant or too aggressive or something like that. And then ums and uhs, that's what I call white noise as well. And so what we do instead of, I think, I mean, you know, ums and uhs, is we breathe. So we fill the space not with white noise, but with a conscious loving breath. And did you find the URL? I, I, did, I did indeed. 
So the URL is, and then I'll follow it, up. It is vocalawareness with an S dot com slash training unleashed, which is the name of our podcast. And you will receive $100 off your uh, visual voice pro training course. And that $100, I'm sorry, you were going to say something more? I'm very severely dyslexic, so if I mispronounced anything there, please correct me. It was all impeccable. Perfect. And all in part because you took more time. So Probably it gives you thinking time. Yes. And we only want people to see what we want them to see. We don't want them to see the white noise. Then they can go for the jugular. So that's a 50% discount. My vision is to change the world through voice. I cannot do that by myself. So I'm enlisting your community in what I call the human achievement movement. I'm not a big believer in the word potential. We all have potential. I'm more interested in achieving that potential. And so this program is a paradigm shift. I think you've gleaned that possibility yeah. from brief conversation. And one of the key pieces, I, the last thing I'll perhaps say to this, is my commitment to all of your listeners, to you, is not to make you into someone you're not, but to help bring out what's possible. And in that regard, we create a persona statement that will be explained in the work. The root of the word persona literally means through the sound. One's identity is instantaneously created through the sound of a voice. And so it raises an interesting notion. You answer two questions. One, how do I believe I'm presently perceived? Two, how would I ideally like to be known? Whoa, I actually have a choice? Or you hmm. see every single thing in life revolves only around two things, to choose to do something or to choose not to. Doesn't matter how scary, how seemingly daunting, all that matters is how badly I want it. And one of the other trademarked elements of our work is empowerment through voice. So all I care about is does that choice empower us or disempower us? So the persona statement is you're due north. And then you do the work to help you support that belief system. Well, thank you very much for the offer. Uh, definitely something I'm going to be looking forward to. Uh, we always end the show with a question of, if you had one tip to give, what would tip would you give our audience? When I was writing LaDainian Tom, Tomlinson's Hall of Fame speech, he's a running back, former San Diego Charger. He looked up the word champion he taught us both some. The root of the word champion means dazzlingly skilled in any field. It is not a sports-centric term. That's what I said. Hmm. So I want to leave your audience with my commitment to helping them awaken their inner champion. And to be a champion, one must be audacious. That word means bold, intrepid, fearlessly daring, courageous, which means heart. 
the tip is to take this opportunity from this call to claim your inner, inner champion, commit for one month to doing this work, and you will change your life forever. Excellent. Great tip. We want to thank our audience very much for listening, and thank you, Arthur, for being our guest on the show. Thanks for having me. God bless. Pleasure. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.